Isaiah. This is our first podcast episode. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Rebecca. My name is Isaiah. And this is our podcast, So Many Other Things. Um, Yeah, so we just wanted to talk about, um, yeah, our first episode and why we decided to start a podcast, um, a little bit about ourselves, and just kind of what we hope for this series, you know. Um, But first, I want to do a check-in. So exciting. It was Isaiah's birthday yesterday. They turned 31. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. How was your birthday? How do you feel about being 31? Um, You know, it feels a lot like 30. Um, So I can't really say there's much difference, but... Um, yeah, uh, just kind of like, I feel like birthdays are always a time for reflection. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just kind of like was taking in trying to, um, be intentional about being grateful and expressing gratitude about the things that I'm grateful for, like my partner, Rebecca, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, my wonderful mother-in-law, Maria, um, and, um, it's all of my family and, um, and friends. Um, I'm just really grateful to have such great like support systems mm-hmm. and community. And um, it was a great year for learning about myself and learning more um, about things I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it, overall successful year. Cool. Do you have any goals like for or anything that you want to do in this next year? Um, I... <laughs> no, I haven't thought about that. Yet. I haven't thought about that. No. <laughs> no, I um I definitely see for at least for this next year, um I'd like to um hopefully focus more on getting into a grad school. Um I have my sights on a certain program, maybe a couple of them. Um but I I definitely would like to make that one of my goals is to um officially um, apply and hopefully receive news or something, but yeah. Um, yeah, and I think you're leaving out like the most important part of a grad program in like statistics and mathematics. That is wild. That is like <laughs> I can't even understand. Like I, I don't even know my time tables still. <laughs> like oh my god. Like I'm still scarred from like I think it was like I don't know when, what age you start to do the times tables, but I think I was like in third grade and like the mm-hmm. first day they were like here's like a timetables like chart. And I just blanked and I left, I left it blank. Completely. Wow. Like, I'm so sorry. It can be traumatic, honestly. And I just never revisited ever trying to learn my time tables. Yeah. So like I wouldn't know what's five times six. Like I wouldn't know. Or like even three times seven. I don't know. You know, what's funny is that I remember since kindergarten, um, my parents had given me and my siblings like this. Well, more like my older sister, um, uh, uh, a toy that was like a times tables of 12. And so you would push down on these buttons and you would like, you know, it's like, what's three times six? And then like, you know, you, you push the button down. It's like 18. Like, and you actually enjoyed yeah. that? You actually enjoyed I that? loved it. Oh, my God. I think oh. I remember seeing that in your backyard. We were like cleaning out like like the garage or something. And I was like, what yeah. is this? Like, so cool. I loved it. And then my mom used to do like little things like um, little like math, like addition or like subtraction and like, um, little math problems on the back of paper plates. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. It was like, oh, this is, this is fun. You know, and I did it. Yeah. Well, it was something I was good at. So I think that that's uh, something I enjoyed. I think like, um, I tend to like things that I'm good at immediately. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah. And, uh, I just kind of ran with it and I think, um, uh, going uh, in my undergrad, I did, 
uh, mathematics with an option in statistics and then kind of like hoping to do more of that in my grad program, hopefully statistics, um, and yeah. then get into data science. So cool. yeah. Yeah, that's, wow, good for you. Thanks. Couldn't do it, but good for you. <laughs> so uh, so we for your 31st birthday, I think you just kind of just went to a bar and then yeah. we're gonna hang out with friends. We had a nice, um, uh, a romantic little dinner. We tried some espresso martinis. Um, Terrible. You know, I I thought they were all right. Yeah. I did, you know, I um. They're all over TikTok, and I that's why I wanted to try one, and they, it was so <laughs> disgusting. Like I can't even. <laughs> I was like fighting it. Like yeah. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, we got to celebrate your birthday yesterday, and then we're gonna celebrate with some friends. Um. So I hope this next year is like great for you and amazing. You you know get into a grad program and thank you, you know, so continue much. Building in different areas, and so that was mm -hmm. really exciting. When, and um, I'd like to hear about your week. How how was it for you? I know it can be stressful trying to like, at least from my end, trying to plan for a partner. It's like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. I want it to be special for them. And, and just to let you know, I felt very special on my birthday. So thank you so much. Yeah. So Isaiah, okay, we're, we're very different in how we approach our birthdays. Isaiah loves being the center of attention, mm -hmm. loves the big you know, surprises, the I'm a gifts. star. Yeah. <laughs> Loves everything. Makes it a whole weekend. Wants to celebrate all three days. So I feel like I have a lot to like plan for. Cause I'm like, okay, I have to like have something planned for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Like I have to have like surprises, like sprinkled throughout and like gifts and like, uh, yeah. So building up to that was like, yeah, I, I was, I was getting a little stressed. So I was like, I want to do it right. I want to mm -hmm. do it big. Um, also, I see as a December baby, so I, you know, they grew up like their parents were just like, you get a gift for like Christmas and birthday, like your birthday just kind of got lost. Mm -hmm. um, so I was trying to make a big deal on top of that to make sure to celebrate as its own independent thing from Christmas. Um, and then, yeah, I'm the opposite. Like I will like I go off the map on my birthday. I disappear. I turn off my phone. I don't want to like anyone to know it's my birthday. Like just completely like i would this year or next year for my birthday i want to go camping just no signal nothing <laughs> um and that's how i celebrate my birthday so you know we celebrated very differently but i also acknowledge like how important it is for isaiah to have like a big huge event so you know i make sure to honor that and i think you do the same for me i yeah. know isaiah would love for me to celebrate like a huge thing it is it was so difficult to adjust to that because it's like i can only see well it's like this is how i like to celebrate my birthday like let me do this for you too and then it's frustrating when you're like no i would rather just spend it alone or like just us together and i'm like well what if we invite these people these like just a small group or something and it's just it's really um hard pill to swallow yeah yeah <laughs> but i think you do you're doing better with time to like mm -hmm. respect that i just don't need to do anything yeah and honestly like i i hope that you enjoy it um at least yeah, every I do. year I yeah do, yeah so yeah um that's kind of a little bit about our week i just kind of spent planning and coordinating and then um isaiah was just preparing to be like the center of attention and the star of like the weekend mm -hmm. um so we also want to talk about a little bit about ourselves and like who we are um in our background we actually grew up together like in the same town in the sgv san gabriel valley um we met when we were 14 years old um in pe class mm -hmm. in our high school um and oh yeah we're, we're married now we're married <laughs> oh my god are we <laughs> <laughs> um so we met at four, in four uh at 14 years old i so the story 
the lore, I guess, of our yeah. of our relationship. It goes deep. The lore yeah. goes deep. So <laughs> I was sitting in P class and I had some friends that I had just met. It was like my fresh it was freshman year of high school. Um, and they were like kind of like obsessing over Isaiah's. Like they were they thought like Isaiah's was so cute and who is that? What's their name? Like um and i was just kind of like oh yeah they're cute like uh, Mm -hmm. yeah like they're like you know but just if you want to know their name just ask them like and they're like no 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 let's just wait until like roll call is called and it was just so silly so i just went up to isaiah's (laughs) and i was just like hey like what's your name and then isaiah so rudely was just like okay i'm (laughs) so sorry okay i couldn't help it (laughs) but uh, uh yeah, I, I don't know why. I, I came from a small, a very small, like, uh, middle school. Middle school. Uh, the middle school was from ages third grade to eighth grade. And so um, very tight-knit uh, community where of, like, 60 kids or so, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, uh, I was very, very distrustful. Like, I think in general, like, I grew up very, like, with a sheltered. hard, very sheltered, very a hard shell. Like, it was hard for me to, like um break meet out new meet new people yeah um but uh yeah going to a school that was like where 60 kids are in each grade you know um to like a high school where like mm-hmm. there's thousands so it's like <laughs> um yeah so isaiah was definitely blew me off and was just like mm-hmm. get away from me didn't ask me like back yeah. my name i was like isaiah and yeah. then i turned around and didn't ask then, their yeah, name like, back I was, they, they literally just turned around and started talking to their friends <laughs> continued to talk to their friends and i was just like oh, okay i'll just fuck off then like yeah. all right so then oh. i just yeah i just left and i went to the the my friends that i was with and i was like okay well their name is isaiah it's like i got the information you needed like okay do with that what, what you will like mm-hmm. um and then i think and then i so i met i had a class with one of um bi- biology class with one of Isaiah's friends and they were mentioning Isaiah's and I was like, just to fuck with him. I was just like, cause I, I, I thought Isaiah was an asshole at the time. So I was just like telling his friend, like introduce us like, Oh my God, I would love <laughs> to meet him. Like, or this is like, you know, like please like, and then they literally did not understand my sarcasm or yeah. that I was joking and they were just like, okay. Yeah, no, I can totally picture that. The, the, this friend in general, just very, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like, I think a lot of Took things. Took everything were, very literal. Very literal. Did not understand sarcasm jokes and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was in, it was during brunch time. It's so wild using this language after like being out of high school for 10 recess. years. Recess. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, which Isaiah used to call recess. And I was like, brunch, idiot. Like, uh, shut up. It was like, from, like, I just came from. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so and then I was having, I was in brunch. I was, uh, you know, just having like my Doritos with, with my friend. And then um, Isaiah's friend walks up with Isaiah. Then I was like, this motherfucker did not just take what I said so seriously and bring this asshole to me. Wow. And um, yeah, you came up to me and you were like, or your friend was like, oh yeah, you wanted to meet Isaiah's, right? And I was like. I was so, I, okay. So all, all my friend told me was oh, hey, like, there's this girl that uh, wants to meet you, or I have a friend who wants to meet you and everything, and I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, uh, and I was like, okay, kind of flattered, and then just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, like, let's, let, I want to, like, meet new people. Like, I ended up going, didn't know who you were, didn't even know your name or anything like that, 
And so like when I we were walking towards you and then I saw you and then I recognized you and I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like Yeah, I think we both had that oh shit yeah. like reaction when we saw each other. <laughs> and then we felt that pressure of like, well, here here's everybody. Do I immediately apologized. Should... I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like Yeah, <laughs> and I was like and I was just like, well, like you wanna go for, you know, like I think I said that you wanna go get something or yeah. like a snack. I don't know what we did, but we went to walk we just walked around during yeah. lunch. And honestly, like in the first few seconds of like talking, I was just like, wow, like this is like my best friend. This is mm-hmm. like, I feel so comfortable. Immediately, like, yeah. We just started talking about everything in those 15 minutes of brunch, just like our lives, child. Like it was crazy how we fit so much in 15 minutes. It really, yeah. I uh, honestly, it felt like we were walking around for um, just talking about so much yeah. in like such a small amount of time and. Uh, I think that you were just very like open and disarming and I really, really liked yeah. your your vibe, I guess. <laughs> I, so. I just felt so comfortable, instantaneously comfortable as if I have known you my entire life. Yeah. And then I yeah, and then from there we just started, you know, we became really hanging good out. friends, yeah. hanging out. Um and then our first phone call was seven hours long. Like I cannot straight. believe that. Yeah. yeah. And of course we waited until like, what is it like 9 PM where like the minutes were free or. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, like, yeah. And like the text messages would count like every single like word. Oh like, my God. Yeah. It was like 10 cents uh, yeah, like a, a word, word or something. Or something. Yeah. And it was like, it was so like, we like, Oh, we'll text like after nine. Like, yeah, I got, I got in so much trouble. So yeah, me too. <laughs> just blew through all of my minutes. So. I know. I know. <laughs> um, just like a history of being Asia, like having, I think long, like night, like really interesting, fun, exciting conversations. And I think it started off like with mm-hmm. that seven hour phone call that i think we wanted to start a podcast just because i think yeah. we you know we can carry a conversation for a while and and i honestly it's like my favorite thing i know later on in life we found out that our love languages are like quality time mm-hmm. and um other things but that's like the number one for both of us and i think that i think it's really important like that we're able to talk to each other and um and just connect so well and i think that's my favorite part of our relationship mm-hmm. is like um, how how much of a, a friend and how much of you know uh, a soulmate you are to me like yeah, yeah. so um, I'm Same. very grateful <laughs> to have met you and to have um, been able to spend all this time with you so far and really excited for the rest of our lives. Thank you. You're so sweet. Oh, I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So we just kind of always um, had these great convos and we actually wanted to start a podcast a few years ago. We were in Cuba. Um, and in Cuba, there is no internet anywhere. Mm-mm. There's no TV. There's literally nothing. You're like taken back to like the 1950s, like 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. Um, so we were there for eight days. And at night when we would go back to like the um, in Spanish, it's called Casa Particular. So it's kind of like an Airbnb. Um and we would be like, well, fuck, like, what do we do now? Like, we just like, had no, <laughs> nothing. We had no yeah. phone, like TV, radio, like nothing. Not even board games. Nothing. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So we were like, well, why don't we just start a podcast? Like, why don't we just talk about like who we are and and what we're doing here in Cuba? And like and that was like our first unofficial podcast with the caveat that we were drunk 
Um, we got yes. to come home from a bar where in okay, Cuba... Okay, the, the piña coladas were like fucking $2 or like something. They were like $1.50, $2. <laughs> like the beers were a dollar, so it didn't yeah. take much to get drunk in Cuba. Yeah. And then we went home and we're like, let's record a podcast. And Yeah, let's do it. And we thought it was amazing. <laughs> like, And then when we played it back, we were like, oh, this is oh, never that was, gonna... Yeah, that was like, this will never see the light of day. Yeah. This sucks so hard. Like, Yeah, but it did kind of start that like... Itch to want to start a podcast for sure. Definitely, and we just yeah. Never revisited it until now. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, we're we kind of chose the name also so many other things podcast because I was trying to come up. I think we were both trying to come up with like a short bio, um, and like the most prominent thing about both of us is we're both first generation, you know, Latinx, and pretty you know have that first gen Latinx experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we didn't want to summarize the podcast to just that or like our personalities to just that. Um, so I was kind of realizing, but we're so many other things other than just being first generation. So many other things. Yeah. <laughs> no, like we're, you know, we have this whole identity. Yeah. Um, we're multifaceted human beings that, you know, um, that is a very important, important part of our identity. But, you know, I think that, um, just like everyone else, you know, we're very complicated mm-hmm. beings. And um, I think it's hard for people to, uh, um, like, people are always like, well, I'm so, like, complex. Like, and it's hard to see that other people are also, like, so, like, multifaceted and complex. And it's, I think that, you know, we, we as humans like to, like, categorize things to make it easier for ourselves. And we like to put people in, like, boxes. And we're trying to talk about our gen- our experiences as first-gen Latinx, but also growing up in, like, a predominantly Latinx community, like, low-income community, immigrant community, um, mm. you know, also our different various identities that we carry, um, and we want to kind of talk about all that, and hopefully, like, folks who listen can, like, relate, or um, we could build community with folks. But to kind of go into, like, those so many other things, um, I'm going to, we're just going to talk about a little about our, you know, quick you know, intro, bio, history. Um, so I, um, like we said, we both grew up in the same town. It was like a, uh, a predominantly Latinx immigrant, low income town city in the San Gabriel Valley. Um, my parents are both from Nicaragua. Um, they migrated here like in the 1980s due to, you know, the civil wars in Latin America and Central America at the time. Um, yeah, and you know, having that first gen Latinx experience where you're translating at the doctor's office, you're like helping them process like tax and documents at like nine years old, you're <laughs> navigating all these different things at such a young age. Um, and you know, being a femme, you know, Latinx person, just kind of learning to clean and to do all these things and care mm-hmm. for the home at such a young age. and. And then comes with that the generational trauma that your parents kind of like bring into your life and navigating that. Um, the machete that your dad just like oh. always had on hand. I was just so like, my dad, oh my gosh. So because my parents fleed like fled or are refugees of like a civil war, they always had their maleta, so luggage under the bed with all of our important documents and like the most important photos and things just in case we had to just leave suddenly. And I thought that was a common experience that everyone had an emergency luggage under their bed, like <laughs> just to leave. And apparently not. So no, definitely. Um, I not. think he was kind of traumatized, um, TBH, by like the, the the him having to flee Nicaragua. 
Um, and he also had a machete, so machete, under his bed. And anytime anything startled him in the house, he would just come out, like, in his, like, little, like, white chonis underwear and, like, with the machete. <laughs> and I'm, like, so unhinged. He was so unhinged as a person. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that was kind of my experience. Um, and then currently now, you know, exploring gender, exploring different things and um, various identities. Um, and we can go into that more with, you know, different episodes and topics. But yeah, so that's a little bit about me. And I don't know, Isaiah, if you want to share. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, my parents... Uh, my dad, well, I guess I should start with my dad. He, he um, is from uh, Jalisco, Mexico, and he uh, immigrated over here when he was about 17 um, and met my mom, who was born over here, actually, um, but uh, her mom was born in uh, Tijuana and spent most of her life like on the border and then um i know my mom was raised like primarily in los angeles spent just brief stint in oklahoma came back to los angeles and they grew up in this house you know that my mom swears that my grand my grandfather built Mm -hmm. whatever but all he did was like an addition i think to the kitchen like we like looked it up like in the Mm -hmm. city records and i was like i was like what the (laughs) anyways i won't get more into that but um uh, has a lot of family like history that we don't know if it's real or not it's so really hard yeah get, like questioning like everything yeah and we so like we we're i was told a lot of things that later on were like not verifiable or like verifiably false and mm-hmm. it's like um and so i kind of have a little trauma of like distrust like is that true like mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah my parents met um Uh, over here when my dad immigrated um and they actually knew each other met each other and within three months married each other like i was like what the hell like why would you you know i was like you know what i i don't know what also your dad only knew spanish and your mom only knew english so yeah that makes it very yeah even more wild it's like very limited language barrier like getting in the way but my mom swears that like she was taken away by his boots so <laughs> like yeah he has he had really like nice wow that's all boots. it took huh? that's all it took yeah um you know i respect that i respect <laughs> i respect the hell out of that so um <laughs> uh, but, no but uh they ended up um getting married uh in uh, a backyard and I was, like, doing the math. I was like, oh, well, this is my oldest sister. Like, she was born at this time. Like, this is when they were married. And, then you know, it kind of adds up, like, where they, you know, my mom was not p- pregnant. You know, it wasn't a shotgun wedding or anything like that. But, um, yeah, like, for some reason, they still wanted to do that. And uh, I guess I'm glad because I'm here. Um, and I have yeah. um, both of my parents had um, uh, a child in their first marriage. Uh, and um, even though, like, they're technically my half, I have a half older brother and a half older sister. Um, I, I've always grown up just kind of like regarding them as full like siblings, like my brother and my sister. I have two brothers and two sisters in total. Uh, so including myself, it's five of us in total. Um, and yeah, we grew up, I grew up in a house that was prim- like always filled to the brim with people multi-generational like we had a lot of people living with us like i think we counted i think at one point your your house is a three bedroom three bedroom yeah and you guys had at one point i think like 10 yeah people 
living there at once, I was like, it was wild going over to your house. Yeah. Um, no privacy. No privacy. I've always shared a room, shared a room, <laughs> and um, at times even like a bed. And so, um, yeah. Um, so I grew up um, in that kind of like family, like, uh, you know, low income. Uh, I remember my parents always being away at work. You know, my dad working graveyard shift for like 18 years. Um, and then uh, my mom, um, you know, supporting him in that, you know, waking up, trying to help him prepare lunch and then, you know, going off and working and, to, and then coming back home like at like six o'clock. Um, and yeah, uh, I think that we kind of like, I had that experience of just like kind of being raised by the TV and like <laughs> uh, by the uh, other siblings, like, okay, the oldest, like you make sure nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then I think later on in life, um, I was able to uh, feel safe enough to be able to like exp uh, ex explore my own identity and um, my own like gender and my uh, sexuality. And um, I think I think in general, um, it was very hard to uh, find find my own self I think like within the chaos of like mm -hmm. this house filled with like so many people where you know a lot of people fall through the cracks and all that and um uh I think that I am just grateful that I was able to meet meet Becca and be able to like open up to someone and being able to like um you know have those conversations and like question things and never be judged and um it allowed me to like grow into myself and um, and as a couple, I think that I, I will always be forever grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, there's like so many things that, um, so many other things <laughs> that uh, that make make me who I am, and um, and make us who who we both are. So yeah. Yeah, I think something that we talk about often is, you know, we we met each other, you know, at, at 14, but it it was definitely living in the environments we both lived in you know it felt really great to find this like safe space with within in each other during those times mm -hmm. um so i'm always grateful for that like just to have like someone to just be fully comfortable be fully myself um someone who listens <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and yeah to laugh with and be and just joke with and you know all these things like so mm -hmm. that is definitely I don't know where I would be if it wasn't if I didn't meet you yeah <laughs> at that age I don't know who I would be now um you know just growing up the you know the way we did um definitely impacted who we are now and the work we do now mm -hmm. um I think to go into just a little bit more of our background. Both of us work for a nonprofit in LA um, and we work predominantly with like undocumented immigrant folks um, who are, you know, working low wages and are being exploited in their industry. And I think from just our backgrounds, like both of our parents or sets of parents were, you know, incredibly hard workers, a lot of times like gig workers, um, mm -hmm. you know, so work really long hours, um, so we kind of, I think we gravitated to, to working with, you know, undocumented, you know, folks and folks who are, you know, working class folks. Um, we actually, 
funny. We actually work for the same nonprofit. <laughs> so we not only do we, you know, we have, you know, our private life together. We also work together, not on the same like team, but definitely in the right. same org, which I actually, everyone always asks us like, how is that? Like you guys like <laughs> live together, like carpool together, like yeah. work together. And I actually fucking love it. I Me love it too. so much. It's so Aww. fun. Just to just move us along a little bit. Um, so we also want to talk about what we hope for this podcast, like what our goals are, what topics we want to explore. Um, we want to explore like all different things, you know, kind of what we touched on today, like talking about like our our past and like, you know, our unique experiences, like my dad having a machete and like a, a fucking maleta full of our emergency like yeah. <laughs> documents and like how that impacted my life growing up, you know, in this constant state of like, are we leaving now? Like, <laughs> um, and just kind of in just our different experiences, how that impacted mm-hmm. us and our, who we are now. And just other things like talking about like daily things that, or just normal life things that people go through, like friend breakups, like, right. Yeah. Um, I think even making friends as adults. Yeah. Making friends as adults. We definitely want to have like an episode where we talk about that. Cause that is hard. I struggle mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then ex- we want to maybe have an episode where we explore like, how we explored like our gender and sexuality, especially in our adulthood and, and what that looked like for us growing up. And, um, and then sometimes we want to talk about, you know, current events like Mm -hmm. politics and like, you know, free Palestine. And then we want to talk sometimes maybe about relationship advice from a place of where we're also learning and growing as a couple as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. And I think ultimately we just want to build just a community Definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially like as, as I get older, I, um, I find myself intentionally seeking out community. Um, and I think that, um, there are so many, I think our, our backgrounds, our surroundings, how we grew up, our environments really inform how, um, how we are today and, and how our communities are. And, um, I think seeking out people and, and, you know, uh, relating, relating to people is like a really great way to connect and socialize and, um, and build, build together. So, um, I'm really excited to like, just talk about all of these things, like the nuances of growing up in, uh, growing up Latinx with a dad who, um, was, did not want to teach us Spanish because he was afraid that we would get, um, be discriminated against, um, and having, and having to learn it later on in life, um, while being surrounded by it as a child and, having like our specific branch of the family be the only kids that didn't get taught Spanish. (laughs) um, So it's, it's wild. And I think that those kinds of like uh, specific experiences, like make our, our um, uh, make our, uh, I guess the way that we grew up in our experiences, like more like nuanced, um, you know, just, we want to explore like the nuances of who we are as people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and hopefully, like, these are, we also want to make them entertaining, so we might, like, throw in some, I don't know, what the kids do these days on TikTok. Um, uh, Tide Pods? Ti- no? I don't know, like. Should we eat them on camera? Also, or? also, <laughs> side note, side note, I don't want to be a millennial that shits on Gen Zers because I have met a lot of Gen Zers in organizing spaces at work, and they are, like, the most bravest, courageous, uh-huh. brilliant, like, it makes me feel hopeful for the future yeah, like just because peop- yeah, they are just incredible people, like mm-hmm. incredible generation that I feel like is going to do a lot of change. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I love working with Gen Zers because they don't fuck around. Like, they do you, not. You cannot tell them what to do. Like, uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> and I, as a millennial, I'm still kind of like have that boomer energy where I'm kind of scared of like um, yeah. management. I'm like, I did. I need to perform. I need to do. And then yeah. Gen Zers are like, my mental health comes first. Yeah, they're like, like I'm taking a mental health day. Good period. <laughs> yeah, period. Not gonna ask. And I love that energy, and I wish to embody that energy. So this is not a podcast we're gonna shit on Gen Zers. They're uh-uh. incredible, amazing, mm-hmm. inspiring. I've met literally like children. I'm not sure if they're Gen Zers at this point. Probably like another generation in organizing spaces, like mm-hmm. you know, organizing for you know folks who are getting exploited in different industries, or you know, um, uh, fighting against gentrification. Uh, fighting against like police brutality like I've met a lot of folks in these Gen Zers and young young kids in these spaces and yeah I just total seg like side note like (laughs) we just completely went on a different topic but I just want to like set that tone that I think they're really wonderful and I would love to like talk more about that just like the different generations and like Mm -hmm. yeah you know how millennials can learn from Gen Zers like absolutely yeah I think we um teach each other things so like uh like a generational like unification uh is necessary I think especially for change like uh, when you talk about organizing it's you're not just organizing with people that are like you you know you organize you have to bring everyone together um yeah so um yeah this was our first episode and we hope y'all continue to listen and follow along and you know listen to our stories so thank you so much for listening um we're gonna come out with episodes we're aiming for every two weeks um yeah and honestly this is just a fun thing like i gen i genuinely enjoy just talking with you and this whole thing it just it's just like a, an excuse to kind of like hang out and talk for honestly for me so yeah i think so too i think it's just for us to just talk to each other and then we <laughs> yeah. just have like we're just recording it but we're just yeah just like oh in. oh hello everyone yeah. else <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think like for sure it's gonna be fun i'm excited yeah, me too. um even if we just have one listener thank you wow thank you to that one person thank you mom i don't thank you mom thank you um yeah and thank you to i don't know who else was listening just my mom <laughs> probably just my mom honestly yeah. <laughs> and our dog pete <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of scared i don't want my mom to know that i'm doing this because she's gonna be like well why did you say that okay he says blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. i'm just like oh my god okay sorry mom so probably not even my mom <laughs> oh i won't be able to shit on my like the generational trauma she's dumped on me if she knows i'm doing this that's all right yeah i did she'll forgive you okay. <laughs> all right well thank you everyone thank you all it's been lovely <laughs>